This is Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and before we get started, let me be clear. This podcast isn't just about minimalism. It's a podcast about living fully. Over the past few years, I've learned that living with a little less in our homes and on our calendars leads to less cluttering up our minds, which simply helps give us the space to give our time and thoughts to the things that actually matter. So what do we talk about on here? We talk about minimalism and decluttering and how to get there, yes. But we also have conversations about pursuing intentionality in the things that matter, like our motherhood, faith, relationships, work, and mindset. Minimalish is a podcast for the women committed to contentment and loving the life in front of them, committed to living with a little less so they can create space for the things that matter most. What it's not about, how many spoons you should have, or any kind of rules or legalistic minimalism that promises you'll be happier if you just get rid of more stuff. Getting rid of stuff isn't what will make you happy. It's about the life you live with the new space you find. If that sounds good to you, grab a mug of whatever you like and stick around. I'm so grateful you're here. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. This is a special Monday episode because I wanna share something with you that I don't normally talk about on the podcast and that is podcasting, sort of, in celebration of a milestone that we just hit, which I will talk about in a second. I wanna share with you the story of the podcast and I also wanna share with you just a couple of changes that will be made here. Towards the end, I'm gonna give some practical advice to anyone who would want to start a podcast. Because although that is not a subject matter on this podcast, I don't really talk about podcasting or creative entrepreneurship here, I am going to be focusing some of my time, not here on this podcast, but some of my time just in general, my work on podcasters and helping others get their podcast started because podcasting has been such a blessing to me and I love it so much. I want to help others do it. So just kind of sharing with you today in a special extra episode a little bit more about that. But let's really talk about the behind the scenes of the podcast. Let's start at the very beginning. On February 6th, 2019, I started a podcast called Minimalish. And you're listening to it right now. It is officially 11 months later, a little bit beyond that, after that launch date. And to celebrate 500,000 downloads, that is a milestone we hit last week on Tuesday, I'm here to let you know there are a few things that are changing with the podcast, and it's all good change, at least I believe it is, so I hope you think so too. The first change is that we're just opening up this podcast to intentional living subjects in general. I mean, if you look back through the episodes, it's definitely actually already been there. But I am officially shifting the focus of this podcast from living with less and how you get there to actually what does it look like to live intentionally in all areas of our life. And that is what Minimalish is about. I mean, that's what it's been from the beginning for me. But I, once I started talking about minimalism, I just, I've gotten so many questions about how you make it happen. And I'm still going to talk about that on here. I'm still going to have guests on. I'm still going to talk about the practicality of it all and the practical ways that we can get there. But I'm also going to be talking about the other things that matter and how do we pursue intentionality in every area of our life. If you typically skip over the intro, go back and listen to it because it really explains it, what I'm all about. And I am just 
stepping outside of the box of feeling like, which maybe you didn't expect it of me, but I have felt like with the podcast with minimal in the title, I just needed to talk about minimalism as much as possible. And while that's important, I want to have other guests on that I think are sharing a beautiful message of living well and living intentionally in other areas of our life that, you know, they might not be a super minimal person. That's okay. I want to talk about how can we just live a life that is filled up with all the good stuff, all the things that matter, and live an impactful life and love people well and love ourselves well. So that's the main change happening, which it might not even look like a change. And there are a lot of podcasts that do revolve around the idea of minimalism and stories of simplicity that will be coming up because I have a lot of pre-recorded guest episodes until I decided to make this change and to, to pursue more guests that are talking about other things too, like relationships and I don't know, just intentional living in general. So again, these are all topics that we have talked about, but I've always felt like when we talk about them, like, oh man, is anybody going to want to listen to this? Because it's not about minimalism. It's not specifically about minimalism. But I think that if we focus our time together just on how we declutter something, we're not going to get to the real point of living with less, which is making room for those things that matter. So that's the change you'll see. When I look back on the journey that has gotten us to 500,000 to half a million times that this podcast has been downloaded, I am 100% in shock of how fast it has grown. I'm also 100% grateful and I definitely don't give myself like full credit or say like, look at me, how great am I when I celebrate this number? I worked really hard, but I also feel like I've been called to this message, and I've also had a lot of support, support from you sharing the podcast, support from my husband and my family to help give me the space to make it happen, and there are just so many factors that have gone into this. But Minimalish started as something totally different, and this is the story I want to tell you today because the path to success in any area of our life or the path to just doing something that we want to do or taking action on something, it's not a straight path. There are lots of curves along the way and Minimalish started out way back when as the Minimalist Family Podcast. And if you go back and listen to like episode one through, I don't know, eight or nine or something, I don't know where it even stopped. I should probably know that. But if you go back and listen through, you will probably be kind of confused of like, what is happening here? This is totally different. And it was, but I've left it all there. And I don't know, sometimes I think about taking those first few episodes out or replacing them with something different to make it all look a little more tidy. But to me, the messy journey of creativity is part of the value and the beauty of it. But I can distinctly remember the day that starting a podcast popped into my head. I was, we were in our new house and we had just moved here and we're there now. Um, And I was, I think I was outside. I think I was doing something moving related and I was listening to a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts called the Happy Hour Podcast. I've been listening to this podcast for literally four years. I don't know how many years, a lot of years, but I still listen to it consistently. And I I'm always very much encouraged by it every single week. And for some reason, it popped into my head that maybe I should start a podcast. 
And I was too afraid to do that on my own. So I went upstairs from being outside and I found my husband who was also probably unpacking boxes. And I said, would it be cool if we started a podcast? And he was just kind of like, what are you talking about? And so I told him this idea about starting a podcast and sharing our journey about minimalism. And it was in my head of just one, I didn't really know of any podcasts out there that were a husband and wife talking about minimalism. Maybe there is, but I don't know it. And two, I was thinking this would be a cool way to share it with our family if they would choose to listen. From there, I had no idea what I was doing. I bought two $20 microphones on Amazon and I'll link them in the show notes. I watched some YouTube videos that helped me learn how to edit and when they arrived, when those microphones arrived, we sat down together over my dining room table, which is horrendously creaky, and we recorded some episodes we recorded a conversation first and then we deleted the whole thing and then we recorded again. We felt silly. We felt like we sounded ridiculous and we actually probably did and we had no clue what we were doing. Finally, we did it. We recorded our first episode and we, and it was a terrible audio. It was so echoey because We were in a room that wasn't good for podcasting, and I didn't know that. And again, we have a creaky table and creaky chairs. It was all just not great. But we put it out there anyways because I had a launch plan in place because I had at least known that if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And I had a launch plan in place, and we had to get three episodes recorded so that I could get those out for launch. I am a little bit unclear at the beginnings of the podcast when I think of growth. All I know is that before Minimalish started, the podcast overall had 10,000 downloads. I remember that number. I remember starting Minimalish with about 10,000 downloads on the whole thing. And at that point, there were, I think, 15 episodes before I started Minimalish. And just to be clear, Minimalish was a rebrand, which is why you can go back and listen to the older versions of this podcast, which the Minimalist Family Podcast was what was born out of that kind of conversation with my husband. And we had those first, I don't know, nine or so episodes together. And some of them were solo even because we realized pretty quickly that we launched in the fall and he was starting his teaching in a new district very soon. And once he started, we were like, we can't do this. We can't make this what we do on the weekends because he just, that's not what he wants to put his time to. He didn't love it. And I did. I really was enjoying it. And I decided, okay, well, I'm going to continue it, but I have to change the name because I am not, I am one person and I didn't feel like I could use that name. I don't know why, but I also around that same time was starting to feel burnt out of minimalism, especially since I started sharing about it. And since I realized there was a community of people talking about minimalism online, I didn't know that before I started the podcast, but that's when I started feeling burnt out on minimalism, which I've shared my story here before. But basically, I just realized that I was trying to measure up and I was using the word minimalism as an identity and I was not measuring up to that identity because I was definitely not minimalist enough compared to what I was seeing on Instagram, compared to what I was seeing online. And so I was like about to just throw the whole idea out. I was like, what does this even matter? Minimalism, does it matter? Is it going to make me happy? And the answer is no, not by itself. 
So I realized that and I kind of prayed about it, to be honest. And I tried to figure out, okay, what is this podcast going to be? And I realized that it's just not, it's not going to be about minimalism, but it is going to be about the idea of simplifying. And I wanted this message of the idea that our stuff doesn't define us and you are enough without adding more things to your life. You are enough without adding more obligations on your calendar. That's kind of the message that started to develop at that time for me. And it was a message that I needed. So it was a message that I was also sharing, which is very true of pretty much anything that I share. It's a message that either at some point or right now I need, and I'm sharing it with you as well. So with the Simply Enough show, which was the second version of the Minimalist Family podcast, and you know, that was the that was the beginning. Then there was the Simply Enough show, and that one had like just a few episodes because at that point I just wasn't sure what I was doing with all of this. I rebranded to that Simply Enough show just so quickly, and I didn't know, you know, I didn't really have a vision for it. And I didn't really know where we were going with it, where I was going with it now that I was solo in it. I had always envisioned a co-hosted podcast when we started the Minimalist Family podcast, and I've always liked guest episodes, podcasts that have guests on them, so I just wasn't sure what to do. I enjoyed recording the solo episodes, but it just didn't feel like what I was wanting to do all the time, and I didn't know how guest episodes worked, but I did record a few guest episodes. I recorded a few really holiday episodes that I really still love under that name's The Simply Enough Show, and then I decided I'm done. I'm not doing this right now. I need to stop. I need to take a break, and I need to figure out what what is the purpose of all of this? Because I realized at that point that podcasting was going to take up a lot of my time if I was going to continue. Because I because I do the editing all on my own and I do it from beginning to start all on my own. So in the meantime, while I kind of quit, <laughs> I was still sharing about minimalism on Instagram and I was just seeing others on Instagram sharing their story And I still kind of felt that frustration towards minimalism, even though I realized, okay, my message isn't necessarily minimalism. My message isn't less for the sake of less. But this idea of minimalish popped into my head, and I don't know where it came from, but it kept coming up. And I literally, in January of 2019, declared through a blog, which I don't know how many people read, probably not that many, but through a blog post that I was not going to be podcasting most likely that year. I just wasn't where I was going to put my focus in 2019, which is so funny (laughs) because that's where I put so much of my focus. But that is not what I was going to do. I could not stop being haunted by the idea of the podcast. Like a few weeks after I wrote that blog post, it kept popping up and minimalish, the word minimalish kept popping up in my head. And I felt, like I said, haunted by it. And I was definitely haunted by the fact that I had recorded a guest episode before I decided to quit and I didn't put it out but I didn't really know where to go with it all until I just decided, okay, I'm going to give in to this idea and I am going to relaunch. And that's what I did in February of 2019. I relaunched with the name Minimalish and my first episode was a guest episode. I love that episode still. So go back and listen to it if you haven't. It is with Lauren of An Organized Life and that episode is where I first learned about resets, literally, I learned them from her. This was not my idea. I did not come up with it. But that episode really changed the game for me. And what I realized was that I can continue this thing. I can 
just come alongside you and I can be learning with you along the way what this intentional living thing means, what this simple living thing means, what does minimalism mean? And that is what minimalish has been ever since. It's just been you know, me sharing my journey and conversations with others sharing their journey and learning together what this looks like and defining it for ourselves because my version might look totally different than yours and that is okay. It has been a journey for sure along the way and I never could have expected the growth that has happened in this community, but I'm so grateful that I am getting to share this message that is on my heart and that I have a space to do that and that I have a space to allow others to share their hearts and their ideas and their messages as well as it kind of aligns with the topics of this show. And along the way, like I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I have fallen in love with podcasting. I have fallen in love with creating and I've learned that my degree, which was in English education, was not all for nothing, which I used to think it was when I stepped away from teaching, but rather it was, it has brought me here because I... I'm now using the skills that I learned about communication, about creativity, about writing for this podcast. And my goal is to now help others through the skills that I have to share their message effectively as well. I just want to quickly give a few pieces of advice about podcasting in general, because this episode is all about the story of this podcast. There are several other ways to create, but I think that these things, these are helpful for podcasting, for blogging, even for self-publishing, which I have done as well. These can apply to that, but I am going to talk to them through the lens of podcasting. Again, this is not something I usually share on this podcast, but this is a special episode to just celebrate the growth in this community and the beauty that podcasting has been in my life and hopefully give you some tips to start if you are wanting to or just if you want to know more about it all. So the first tip I have for creating anything, but especially, you know, specifically podcasting is define what success looks like for you before you start. So if you want to start something, you've got to decide what is your idea of success here? Is it to have 500,000 downloads or is it to have a million downloads one day? Is that really what success looks like to you? Or is that something that would just be like a really amazing bonus and you could celebrate it when it gets here and you can look at it like a, you know, success measure, but is that what you want to measure your success by? And what is it that you want to measure your success by? Is it the differences that you make, the messages that you get from people that you have helped them see something a little differently or change their life in some way? Or is it that you would eventually hopefully get to provide for your family in a small way through doing something creative that you love? So define your own version of success because there is so much noise in this world of creative online everything, whatever it is that you're creating online, that says you have to make like six figures or a million dollars to have a successful business. Or maybe they're not saying that, but the fact that they are just talking about that that's what they've done it comes off sometimes in a way that that is what success is. And even I hesitate to share numbers, but I've told myself that I will celebrate these things and I want to celebrate them with you because you are sharing and you are helping this podcast grow as well. But I don't want that to feel like that is the measure of success. It's a milestone in the journey. It is not what success is. If I had 500,000 downloads because I was just talking about something that was really popular and I was just trying to get the downloads, 
then that wouldn't feel successful for me. It's not the numbers that is what defines success for me. It is those messages from you all that tell me the changes that you've made. It's the pictures that I see of you decluttering your homes. It is the way that you've told me that this message has brought you freedom, just as it has for myself. That is success to me. And it is success to be able to make creating something that I feel called to my job. That is a part of what success looks like for me. So what does success look like for you? when it comes to the podcast you want to start or the blog you want to start or the book you want to write, whatever it may be. The second point of advice that I have is a really important one, and it's one that I did even when I didn't know what I was doing way back in the beginning, and I think that helped. And I also had this strategy when I relaunched. You got to have a launch strategy. You won't see the same amount of growth from the beginning if you do not have a strategy for actually starting well. And all it really takes is just to get your people on board. And that can be audience that you maybe already have through another platform, or it can be like your closest friends and families. Get them to subscribe to your show, but then put out two to three episodes to start, or actually put out more than that if you can. I suggest three to five. And That is going to help you succeed from the beginning because it's going to help with iTunes algorithm. It's going to make your show more noticeable from the start. So have a launch strategy. I'm going to be releasing a podcasting course soon that will have a lot more details on this. I'm going to be doing podcast and launch coaching. So if you want more help with this, if you want more details, I am here for you. Please reach out to me on Instagram or email me hi at DesireAndries.com. I think this is something that I have really done well on from the start and it has contributed to the success of this show. And it's important for you to do this as well as you create your own podcast. My third pointer is to start with core values. So know what you're about from the beginning. It might change along the way. You can see that it did with us. But honestly, I don't think that I had those core values set as much as I would have liked to. I kind of rushed through the beginning. And in the beginning, I did know that those first three or so episodes that I put out, they did need to be the core of our story, the core of our values. Like I said, it's changed a lot along the way and that's okay. But you have got to figure out what you really want your core values to be of your podcast or whatever it is that you're doing and make sure you start with that so that people can see what you're about as they are beginning to decide that they want to listen to you or as they listen to one episode of yours like six months from now and then they scroll all the way back down to the beginning they want to hear what you're about from the start. Number four is be as real as you possibly can. Share your struggles. You do not have to be an expert to have success or to have people wanting to hear from you, okay? I think that that is the most ridiculous thing. I hear that all the time, that you have to establish expertise in an area or that people position themselves as experts when they're just not. And you, it's not that an expertise is not valuable and we all have expertise in something, But if you are on the journey and you're sharing your journey, be real about the journey. Be real about the struggles. People want to listen to that. People want to hear that they're not alone. And we don't necessarily need another expert. Not all the time. We need real people sharing real stories with real life experience and advice because that is going to make us feel more normal in our own skin when we are hearing from real people. And my last piece of advice is that it doesn't have to be perfect before you start and it won't be. 
It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to have fancy equipment. Like I said, I started with a $20 Amazon microphone. There is a significant difference between the microphone that I have now and that one, but it was fine to start with and I used it for over a year. So it's okay. You don't have to go into debt to start podcasting. Uh, You don't have to spend a ton of money. You can start with just the basics and you are not going to get the most perfect episode. You're probably going to sound awkward at the beginning. I know I did. And that is okay. Just begin and you will get better along the way. You're not going to get good at something unless you do it. If you want more help on podcasting, Like I said, I have some resources already. A great place to start is I have a podcast launch checklist and workflow, and it really just gives you the basics of what I believe is going to help you really launch successfully, and it gives you literally a checklist of what to go through. It's also a great starting point if you to just look at like, what do I actually need to do? Because I think that is the question in most people's head. There are just really a lot of technical aspects and a lot of technicalities that go into actually launching well and actually podcasting well in general from the start. So it's simple. It's just a big old list for you to go through and you can get it at DesireeEndries.com slash podcast list. That's DesireeEndries.com slash podcast list. And again, I am going to have more of a step-by-step, all-inclusive resource coming. So if you're interested in that, you can keep your eyes open and keep your ears open for when I talk about that more. But I hope you enjoyed this kind of behind the scenes, the story of the podcast. And I hope it encouraged you that when you're looking at someone who is in their middle or has hit a milestone or is just uh, on their journey at a different place than you are, it can seem discouraging like wow they have it all together how did they get there and I just want you to know 100% that that's not the case it's not the case with anyone it's not the case with any person that you are looking at online please do not put them on a pedestal and if you search back far enough on their Instagram account or if you you know if you really went on a deep dive it's kind of creepy but don't do it but if you really went on a deep dive on that person I bet you could find all of their messy beginnings and see that that's just how it works, okay? The creative process is messy. Life is messy. It is not ever a perfect straight line journey for whatever you are looking to achieve success in. And I want you to know that that's not how it's been for me and that I am just so grateful for you and that you're listening in here and being encouraged by Minimalish in any way. So thank you for celebrating this milestone with me by listening into this episode. My husband and daughter just brought me back a cake from one of my favorite bakeries that said 500,000. We are celebrating around here and I am just incredibly grateful for you. I will be back here on Wednesday with a conversation with Kylie of Raising Savers and I can't wait to share that one with you. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. If you want to know more about podcasting, you can also explore all of my resources at desireandrews.com slash creatives for creatives and podcasters in general. All right, friend, I will talk to you on the next episode.